multifamily mindset. Podcast. Think bigger. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. We're here again. We are back here on the MFM podcast. You guys know the drill. My name is Dallas Pruitt. I've been here from the very beginning, still here pushing strong, striving to grow myself and learn as much as I possibly can and evolve as a podcaster, evolve as a business owner, evolve as a teacher, as a speaker, as an investor myself, striving to get better a little bit every single day. And that's exactly what we do here on this podcast is help you, the investor, help you, the leader, help you, the leader in your life evolve as a person and get, again, 1% better every day, a little bit better every day. Little by little, a little becomes a lot. And we are in the business of feeding sustainable growth over the long haul, the long game, not just getting something done and moving on, but fully committing to transformation over the long haul. And uh, we're grateful that you're here. This past week, we were able to hear from Zach Jones. Just want to share my gratitude with him and uh, Jackson for the great story and the great interview. It was fun to hear a little bit about Zach this past week and uh, a little bit different take uh, this past week. Somebody who maybe is on a little bit different of a trajectory or path as, say, some of our other guests that we've had thus far, right? And the cool thing about it is this, that all, whether it was Zek or it was Melissa, all have benefited extremely from being a part of the multifamily mindset, the coaching program, the network, and both of them and all of our guests have found massive success in their journeys and their impact has only increased in their businesses and their lives from being a part of the multifamily mindset. So just very grateful for Zach. I wanted to highlight some things as we dive into uh, what I have planned today from his story and uh, and piggyback off some of the details that were shared um, and really dive deeper into them. So one of those was the importance of environment. And what I want to do here today is just invite to kind of take a look at yours on a day-to-day basis. What does it look like? How are you doing? Are you putting yourself in rooms, whether that's digital or physical and should be both really, uh, that are going to help you change your trajectory? The truth about achieving your goals in life and in business is your willpower will not be enough. Individually, you cannot do it to the capacity that you could had you learned how to do it collectively, collaboratively, and putting yourself in a massive learning environment, a hot spot, if you will. I like to call them hot spots where others are striving to do great work in that same space. This is true for multifamily investing, real estate, syndication. This is true for physical fitness. This is true for parenting. This is true for everything. And so one of the things I wanted to do today is just bring your attention to your environment. What does it look like day to day, week to week, month to month? Are you putting yourself in a position where you can rub shoulders, share thoughts, ask questions, 
gain insight, ideas, tactics, strategies, get some questions answered by others who are maybe a little bit further down the path than you, others who are maybe doing it a little bit differently than you are and finding great success. Are you putting yourself in those types of environments? And if not, what can you do to change that? What can you do to change that? Another thing that I wanted to drop this week is the importance of coaching. Now, look, obviously, we're advocates of coaching. The Multifamily Mindset is a coaching uh, program, provides a coaching program for those looking to get involved in multifamily syndication. And it's much larger than just investing, as you found with Zach Jones. But look, coaching and being coachable, they're requisites for growing in your life. They're requisites for evolving. They're requisites for getting better. And look, I've had lots of coaches in my life. I can think of many at the college level, at the high school level, in in my youth. And as an adult, it's funny, we get to this point where we're like, oh, I'm an adult. I don't need it anymore. I have it all figured out. I've been through the growing up process. And now that I'm a big, bad adult, I've got my crap figured out. And the truth is, as adults, we probably need more coaching and more mentorship than ever before because as life continues on and you stack on new experiences, new responsibilities, new stress, it gets harder. But with great coaching and being coachable, life also gets better. And I could not be where I'm at today without the great coaches and mentors that I've had in my life. People like Ron Porter. People like Tyler Devereaux. People like my wife. People in my corner throughout the years to help provide me with direction, to help me find my blind spots, to help me help myself and see something in me that I otherwise wasn't able to see and learn, and grow. Look, I have invested a lot of money over the past couple years in coaching. I've needed help with the growth of my business structure. I needed help in leadership. I needed help in finding my voice. I needed help in writing. I needed help in lots of different areas of my professional life and personal life. And all of these coaches, all of them, Chris Smith, Joshua Sprague, all of these people have been instrumental in my growth. But I don't want to excuse the fact that also choosing to be coachable and humbling myself to a point, and sometimes that happened because life just punched me in the mouth. But I've also learned that being coachable is crucial and it's something that I strive to a mentality that I strive to hold on to as I continue forward, that beginner's mindset of, I know what I know, but I have so much more to learn. These things are so important if you truly want to become the best version of yourself and grow the best version of your business. Because the truth is, it's all about learning. And if you are in that learning pit by yourself, it's going to be a lot more difficult to figure things out. All right, there are my two cents on environment and coaching. 
I want to dive into a couple really important things here, specifically one work-life balance. And I want to debunk this work-life balance piece because I think that there is a way to create work-life balance. And maybe balance isn't the right word. I choose to use the word harmony, but we're going to dive into that in just a second. What I wanted to do here is just really highlight something that I think Zek, having met him in person and feeling his energy and having his love for you be so palpable, there's something to be learned from that. And it's not just Zek that does this really well. I've met lots of great leaders in my life who are of this service mentality first, right? Service first. And what these people do is they give with no place to get to. You can write that down. They give with no place to get to. Look, oftentimes in the world of business, when we're talking money, when we're talking goals, when we're talking the things, our desires, right? Our aspirations, our ambitions. I'm a very driven person. We get really hyper-focused on the result and what we want out of a situation, right? Meaning we're going to put all this effort in and at the end of that, that process, we want this thing to happen. We want to achieve this thing. And so what we do is we look past or look through a, a, a clouded lens in the moments that we experience every day because we're so hyper-focused on the result. We're not focused on the process and we're, we're really not even focused or hyper-focused on serving. We're serving with somewhere to get to. And so it pollutes the experience, not just our experience, but it pollutes the recipient's experience of that service. And here's what I found is when you realize you truly have something of value to provide someone, whether that's an investment opportunity into a property that's going to financially boost their overall well-being in the long term and create generational wealth, or you have a coaching product to provide somebody that's going to increase and enhance their overall life satisfaction, productivity, and everything else, or anything else of value, product, physical product, whatever, that's going to provide somebody with a result. When you truly know what you have is valuable, you don't feel the need to psych everyone out and convince them that you have something of value. And what I mean by this is service starts to bleed back into the forefront of everything. And it allows you to, again, show up in important spaces with other people and give service Provide service, tender loving care to that human in the moment with no place to get to and ask them some better questions and make it all about them and have that experience be all about them because it is all about them and it's not about you. But where it becomes about you is when you hyper focus on the result you want. That's when it becomes about you. I just wanted to share that before we dive into this work-life balancing. It's been a hard lesson that I've had to learn in my own life. And again, I'm not a bad person for wanting something or aspiring to achieve something, whether that's a, a, a number uh, in revenue or anything else. What can't happen and where it gets screwed up is when that becomes the primary focus. 
And where it also gets tripped up is when I don't take the time to really fully recognize the value that we have to provide others and dive into increasing the value in which that thing is. Again, whether it's a product, a service, an opportunity, whatever it is. We might need to do a whole new episode on just that alone because there is so much to be learned and I'm learning so much every single day in this exact specific or in this this specific realm. All right, but what I wanted to do is spend a good chunk of time today talking as we close this thing out on work-life balance. I want to hopefully help you debunk this a little bit because there are a lot of people out there that say it's impossible and and it's not real and 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 whatever. And look, the reality is this. If you can shift your mentality to understand that both the things you do in your work and both the things you do in your and and also the things that you do in your life, they're all important. It's a matter of prioritization and getting really really clear on the few things that are essential in your life. The few things that are essential with your business and the few things that are essential with your life. And the truth of the matter is this, if everything is important and everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. And that's where a big chunk where the majority of people usually live is in a reality where everything is a priority. They keep up with the Joneses. They strive to get it all done and do it all really well and not miss out and say yes to all these things that truthfully, deep down, they haven't really spent the amount of time to get to know themselves to understand and realize that, wow, those things don't really even matter to me. We have to become more disciplined with our time and our energy. In an ever-increasing, distracting world, we as people have to get better and become more disciplined with where we allocate our time and our energy because not all of it is important. And if it becomes that way, if everything becomes important, we will always live at a lower frequency and at a lower level than what we're fully capable of. And it's just not something I am personally willing to sacrifice anymore. What I want to do is invite you to do this. Again, I have replaced the word balance with harmony when it comes to work life. I am a dad. For those that don't know, I'm a dad who has four kids, ages 11, 9, 6, and 1. We are very, very busy with a lot of different things. And I like and strive and want and have a very strong desire, and it is a priority of mine, to be at as much of my kids' functions as many of my, my kids' functions as I possibly can. It's not easy, but it's possible because it is a priority. Because I have decided that my children and my wife and my family are a priority. And they come above certain opportunities that show up in my professional life. There was a very smart, very wise, very successful man in my life a number of years ago. And 
in my community, I had gotten called into uh, a service opportunity, a service position. With It was actually within my church. And uh, this very successful businessman, uh, he was CEO of a number of different companies, sold them off, was worth millions and millions of dollars. Um, he pulled me aside one day when I got called into this calling. And he gave me a hug. He sat me down. He said, Dallas, I want to share something with you. And I said, okay. And it was one of those moments where like, he's going to drop some knowledge bombs on me real quick and I better be paying attention. And he looked me in the face, right in the eyes, deep into my soul. <laughs> and he said, Dallas, if you can keep your priorities in check in this order, everything will always work out. And he proceeded to tell me this list, this hierarchy. He said, God, family, work, then your calling. This was the calling I was being called into. And he said, if you can keep these things in priority, you will never want for anything and you will always have. And I have strived to live my life in accordance with that wise man's directive from that day. And I have found in my own personal experiences, whenever life gets extremely complicated and hard, most of the time, it is a self-imposed prison that I have put myself in for having allowed my priorities to get out of whack and out of check. Now, I do not live your life. I cannot decide for you what is a priority and what is not a priority. But I can tell you that if you take the time to confront yourself and find clarity regarding what those priorities are, and you stay and strive to be disciplined with your time and energy in regards to those priorities, you will also experience levels of fulfillment and growth that you otherwise never knew were possible like I have in my own life. Because the truth is you can only give so much time and energy every single day. It is finite and it will run out. Work-life balance might not be the right phrase. Work-life harmony, however, absolutely. Absolutely. And I believe and know that God wants us to have that. And I am willing to put myself in environments and situations and invest in coaching with other human beings who are of that same belief. And that's one thing that I love the most about this community and this environment that we have created. I am very grateful. I am very grateful for having spent time in rooms with people who share these same priorities, for having spent time with coaches and investing money and my time into coaching that has helped me to refine my systems in accordance with my priority list. People who have been there, who have done it, who have successfully traversed the mountain that I am heading up. And the cool thing about it is, like my great coach and great friend Chris Smith says, it's a mountain with no top. That's fun. That's exciting to think about. So what I want to do today is ask you a question as we close this thing out. Do an audit this week. That's the invitation. Where is your time and energy being allocated every single day? Where's it going? Go deeper and ask yourself, once you've gained 
perspective and an understanding of where that time and energy is going. Is, is it going to places that are in alignment with what I say is most important? As you do this audit, chances are you're going to find that there are areas of your life where that is not happening, where you are actually feeding unessential things, where you are feeding things that are not priorities. You are giving your time and your energy. The next question is a layer deeper. And what I want you to ask yourself is why? If it's not going where you want it to go deeper, ask why, why is it not? What are you avoiding? Avoidance behavior and self-sabotage are things that happen to us as people. Subconsciously, consciously, sometimes, blindly, we do it. We numb ourselves with distraction because, let's face it, it's not easy to confront yourself. It's not easy to get better. (laughs) It's hard. And so a lot of the times what we want to do is we want to numb ourselves. And sometimes we don't even know that that's what's happening. Because again, I think if all of us knew that it was, we'd obviously fix it. Look, the multifamily mindset, we're not therapists. I'm not a therapist. I'm a coach. And look, this was talked about on a couple episodes ago that therapy is a, is a great and powerful tool for you. Look, I'm not saying that we are going to provide you with that therapy. Please do not get this confused. What I'm saying is if you go deep enough in asking yourself and confronting yourself with these types of questions, you will find answers. And what you decide to do with those answers is totally on you and you now have control over change. And you can access the right points to get that help that you need. And in many different ways, the multifamily mindset can provide you with the assistance, with the support, with the coaching you need to be able to move forward and conquer your limiting beliefs, conquer your limiting behaviors and really make progress and find greater success and deeper fulfillment in your journey professionally as a multifamily syndicator, which ultimately the things that we do and teach and help you with bleed into your personal life because that's the type of environment, that's the type of network this is. I'm very grateful for this past week's episode. I'm very grateful for the time that I get to spend to break these things down and share what I know and what I can do to help you help yourself move forward in your personal and professional journeys. Look, as I close these things out, I want to tell you this. When it comes to work-life harmony, the last thing that I want to address here is that there is so much power in saying no. There is so much power in subtracting things from your life. It's interesting as I get older and grow further into my professional career and and my personal (laughs) career. Life, as you move forward and get better at it, looks like more and more subtraction. More and more and more subtraction of the unessential. I invite you to follow that same journey, to to jump on that path. Self-discover, confront, get clear. And as you continue to follow this pattern, you will find greater success, deeper fulfillment, again, on the syndication front, but you'll also find it in all other aspects of your life. Again, grateful as always. Thank you for tuning in to the MFM podcast. And we will see you guys back here next week on the podcast.
multifamily mindset podcast.